Yo, welcome to another Speaker Geek Up podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Y'all understand later why I drew that. I sung that. I sung that from the song. From the from the uh from your diaphragm. Yeah, all down in, here. All in, in my there. bottom half of my body. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, man, we got a great episode today. Uh, but man, first and foremost, how's everything been going, man? Man, everything been good, man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm tripping off of you, man. Um, yeah, like you said, man, I'm the other half of the Derby Boys, Tommy T, man. And that's my yep. my host with the most Steve O. Steve, man. In the what up, though? <laughs> oh man, the singer. <laughs> yeah. Hey, but uh before we get into the episode, man, really, what's been in your speakers this week, bro? Man, 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 man. My speakers. What's in your speakers? What's in your speakers? Oh. Uh man, my speakers. Yo, I really got into um man, I mean we uh we talked about a story of a dude named Lil Marlo that passed. Yeah. Man, I got into you know, at the time, I didn't hear a lot of Lil Marlo. At least I didn't know who it was. Right. And then I went back and listened to, like, a lot of his stuff, and I was like, dang, I've been listening to Holmes, like, the whole time. Yeah. So, man, I listened to Lil Marlo, man. I've been going through, like, all his stuff with everyone. I even went through, I went through YouTube and just let videos play. Mm-hmm. Um, And, yeah, man, that, man, that sucks that he's gone. So, man, RIP to him, man. Rest in peace. Uh, Man, I came across some trouble. Man, I love Trouble, man. Trouble is one of my bro. favorite. Hey, that's one of my <laughs> favorite artists, Yeah, man. Uh, man, that new, that, well, it, it's not new, but Gunner, that Wanna, yeah. Deluxe. Yeah. Yeah, man, I went through that. Um, man, I ain't listened to the Deluxe one. Yeah, man, I just, he just I came out with that one, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah, he did. Um, I got on that new uh, Janae Aiko. Uh, uh, what's, what's the name of it? Well, actually, Lumbo I don't know if it's new. Like it's the deluxe Chilumbo. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I checked that out, that Chilumbo. Uh and man, I, I hopped on some Miguel because I like that record coffee. Hey, where yeah. where is he at? Where's he been? Uh quarantine, man, probably. <laughs> I think Miguel could be like releasing some good stuff right now. Like, what is he doing? I don't right. know. Everybody could be releasing good stuff right now. I know, man. Where is Miguel right now, man? Hey, I rock with Miguel. Uh, especially when his leg drop off, girl. But man, that was too funny. Man. <laughs> that was so hilarious. sorry. <laughs> that was hilarious. He didn't try to. He did not try to. Uh, man, I've been on a lot of Usher, and um, hey, Trapper Man Dale. Hey, been on Super that Trapper Man Dale. Super straight. And then of course, hey, is man, Usher coming out with an album. I don't know what he's doing. Really, I think he's doing something. I just don't know what it is. Yeah, but um. Uh, but yeah, and then you know what I'm saying that Le- how you say her name? Le Leanna La Havas. La Havas. Yeah. Leanna La Havas. Yeah, I've been on that too. Yeah. So <laughs> um that's really been my speakers. My stuff has been a lot of random things here and there. Oh, so yeah. yeah, man. A lot of local music too from the chat, man. Been listening to a lot of that, man. A lot of that. That's what's so, up, man. Other than that, man, what, what what was in your speakers, man? Man, my speakers been bumping this week. Oh, um, shuggy, duggy, quack, quack. <laughs> oh, <laughs> man, just to start <laughs> off, man, Currency came out with a, a new album, The Outrunners, 
with, um, currency and Harry Fraud. And Harry Fraud is a, a producer. Um, yeah, man. Oh, that joke is straight. He got a Yo, song on with uh with Ross. Man, it's I straight. Feel bad. It's I missed that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you I'm gonna, gotta I'm go check that out. Um, yeah, I am a, I am a, um, man, I rock with uh, Currency. And see, Shut that's the know. thing, man, with me and Currency, man, like, I like Currency, mm-hmm. but it's a lot of stuff I don't really give them a shot on. Like, I'll listen to it one time and then go, go pass through it, you know, go on to the next thing. But this one, man, I kind of, you know, I was grooving to it. So, um, oh, he got some it? nice features on here. Jim Jones is on there. Wiz Khalifa, of course. Jones! Um, and then just I, I was more interested in Harry Fraud, mm-hmm. you know, so uh, the producer for everything, because he's like basically it's their album, you know. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, that was straight. Uh, what else I got? Um, I went to uh, J. Cole, Lewis Street. Yeah, um, man. With them two songs on there, The Climb Back and Lion King on Ice. I got to go listen to it again, but those are bopping. <laughs> I gotta listen to it. I was, I was uh, enjoying the versus battle when it dropped. So man, <laughs> I didn't, um, I didn't get to that J Cole, yeah. and I haven't gotten to it since. <laughs> it just yeah. kind, I think it was just bad timing. But, right, that's hey. what it was. Yeah. Uh, what else? I, I went through a period of listening to uh, Jay Z, um, the Holy Grail, and then um, the album by the Carters. Yeah, man. <laughs> I've been listening to that a little bit, a uh, little uh, quite often myself. Yeah. Man, that was a that was a straight album, man. That was that was great. The album, one that man. they put together. Mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, like that was super straight, man. You know, you yeah. you look for things like that because you like they at least had to do it one time. You know, what I'm oh saying? yeah, two of the great do it again, really. Right, that shit was great. <laughs> two of the greats, man, come out with an album. And you know they in love, like they essentially did it on the little songs that they have together. So, mm-hmm. um, what else we got? Ari Lennox, yeah, yeah. I was listening to her album. Um, who else? Little baby. I listen to Little Baby just about every week, man. Mm-hmm. Um, who else we got? Revenge of the Dreamers, Dreamville. Listen to that one, the deluxe one. Gotcha. Um, it was so much, man. I was a little bit of everywhere. Um, Rhapsody's too lyrical. She came out with something. I think it's just like a a couple songs that she had did before. Mm-hmm. Um, so she came out with that. I listen. I checked that out. Um, who else did I listen to? William Grant Steele. I checked that out. That was from uh. One of the ones Garrett had told us to listen to, check out um, yep. the Afro American uh, Symphony. Symphony. I, I gotta get to it. Yeah, man. Bro, it felt like I was listening to a movie, man. Hey, that's what it be like, man. Yeah, that's really that's really how it is. Right, right. Um, yeah. And then, great. of course, I was listening to uh, Leanne Le Havis, um just to check her out, and uh, Gucci. Twicey <laughs> <laughs> so Summer, man. <laughs> hey, there you go. And that's, that rounds uh, it all out. That's been my my week, man. All right, man. I like that. Yeah, I kind of went everywhere. You get versatile man. out here, man. By the time <laughs> the growth you have shown, the growth, yes, <laughs> the growth, the flower uh, that will blossom. Right. <laughs> about time, man. <laughs> but now, bro, what uh, 
You heard any news this week, man? Yeah, man. I got some news. I got some news. I got some news. So uh, if we go back to, you know what I'm saying, the whole Megan Thee Stallion situation, uh, she actually finally spoke out. And she pretty much talked about how she wasn't just shot once. She was shot twice in both feet. Mm -hmm. And she actually did, well, the bag up. She did a whole live. She spoke out on live on uh, Instagram and talked about it. Yeah, And, you know, she never not, she never said that Tori was the one that shot her. Um, and she never said that she, you know, allegedly put hands on Tori Lanes that made him shot her. Uh, she just said that, you know, it was all fake news. Um, I didn't put my hands on nobody. I didn't deserve to get shot. I didn't do ish. Um, and of course, she's, you know, she never said that, you know, Tori shot her. Mm-hmm. So that's all still a mystery of who shot her. But she says she's back. She's getting ready to release some new music. And yeah, that's about it. Yeah. So man, that nigga shot her. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. It, Why were they together? I think they had like a little thing going on, but I'm not allegedly. I don't know. Mm. So okay. Yeah. But so we'll never, I guess we'll never know until like years down the line. I'm telling you, man, I really feel like my theory is still holding weight right now. I feel like somebody was playing around a gun and and she got (laughs) two to the toes, you know, Uh, (laughs) unfortunately, you know what I'm saying? Unfortunately, yeah. So, man, hey, we... Happy that she's back. Happy that she's feeling good. I'm ready to hear some more Meg because that, hey, that girl's in the hood. Hey, hey, Meg, <laughs> put them city girls on that girl's in the hood. Oh, I need, man, I need, hey, I need another ladies' night. Oh, we you know stop what I'm saying? <laughs> give me Meg. Give me uh city girls. Give me um uh oh my girl Cash Doll. Doja Cat. Yes. <laughs> yeah, throw Doja Cat on there. Yeah, bro. She, I don't know what she would do on there, but bro, she'll fit. She, she, she'll she, fit. Yeah, yeah. She'll fit, and then bro. I just need a veteran on that thing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And then, hey, another ladies the night. Old, put put shoot the the ones that was on there originally. Like if if the brat came yeah. on there with a with a new verse. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I get, but it can't be. We can't put them all on there. It's no, gotta be like not all of them. They can be Missy, in the video. Missy got to be involved in it. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Just put you Missy put, on there. You put Everybody else Missy on there and the brat and give the brat a new verse, bro. Oh, yeah. That'd be a hit. Put Sean on there. Sure. Hey, hey, <laughs> I need another ladies night. Here we go. So, man, that's, um, oh, excuse me. That's what we got right there. Uh, another interesting story is from my main man, T.I. T.I.P., man. Check out the episode we did about T.I. Uh, yep. T.I. is calling out the shade room, man, over, um, pushing a negative agenda about his relationship with his daughter. So his daughter had uh, posted something on, I believe this is Twitter. Yep, yep, it's Twitter. And what it said was, uh, watch how you speak to your children. I don't care how old they are. They still deserve the same respect that you expect in return. So, of course, the shade room uh, threw that out there. Um, And Tip pretty much blasted him about them. He said that, you know what I'm saying? That they decided to put that out anyway. Um, he actually spoke to his uh, uh, his daughter and the rest of the Harris clan um, about all of that. You know, because you know he had the whole situation where yeah. the, what they call it, Hyman Gate, Hyman Gate, uh, Hyman Gate situation, and you know he, he was pretty much just he was pretty much upset about that. 
which, I mean, uh, that's one thing about social media, man. Yeah. When you put stuff yeah. out there, it's, it's out no there. longer yours. Yeah, it, it's no longer yours. Uh, people will hijack it and turn it into whatever they want it to be. So, yeah. That's yep. an interesting thing. He pretty much blasted him about that. And, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So go and read up on that if you're interested. But it's one a, of the hard things when you're in the spotlight, man. Yeah, that's a, that's a that's a hard thing. When when they actually was going through it, I was like, man, I wish he never would have said that. Because he said mm-hmm. it as a joke, I believe. Like, he was jokingly saying, yeah, do-do-do-do. But um, I just wish that you know, that would die down and, and hopefully like his daughter is okay, you know, or getting to become okay, man. So yeah, I'm praying for their family, man. And, and, you know, just like that's negative, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So yeah. You, you don't want to hear that negativity because that actually affected her in a negative way. Absolutely. So um, praying for their family, man. Yeah. Like that's one thing, like people got, I think me and my wife was talking the other night about something where, you know, somebody was posting something and, you know, one thing is it's a double-edged sword. Uh, it's your page. You can post what you want, but also remember, you know, people out there, you got a lot of people who just, they don't have no, when it comes to the internet, you know, they have behind it and yeah. they just have no uh, disregard for yeah. what they're doing. They just, you know, they're going in on people and stuff. You know, it's some really ugly uh, people out there. So, but at the same time, you know, hey, you put it out there and people comment on it. Right, right. It's, it's, it's one of those things. You got to be careful, man. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Uh, man, and, and to kind of round out my news, something that I wanted to talk about last week before uh, I had to make a quick exit, <laughs> <laughs> um, is the whole, uh, there was a report, well, not a report, there was an article about Drake. Um, and what they said was, if Drake goes independent, they think the music industry is uh the you know saying the the major record labels will be pretty much done. Uh-huh. It's an interesting conversation because I can see their point, but at the same time, I don't I don't think so. I don't think he holds that much amount of weight. Why why game. did they say why did they say that? What was their reasoning behind that? Because I saw the I saw the article. I didn't read it though. I was like, man, they ain't talking about nothing. But why did they say that? Uh whew, let me bring it back up. Just to make sure. And while you looking uh, that up, just real quick, man, shout out to Drake. Cause um with these last two songs he did with DJ Khaled, man, has he has broken a record in the top ten, I guess it's Billboard top ten records of uh the most records in the top ten. So um shout out to him, man. That's a that's a big feat because Madonna was the one that had it before him and she got that record in 2002 and before her it was the Beatles and it took 34 years before Madonna came along and uh beat that record with top 10 hits um yeah so Drake has 40 top 10 the fact this man has 40 top 10 hits in Billboard um is amazing it's a feat in itself man and and truly uh kind of like coincides with what you're saying about if he went independent. So I'm curious to figure out what they were talking about on that. But congrats so, to Drake. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I give him a congrats. Yeah. 
Um, so basically, you know what I'm saying, Steve Stout shared some uh, powerful words about Drake doing a panel held on, uh, it was July 17th. Uh, and basically, uh, what Stout kind of said was, oh, crap, man, where is it? In the marketing. Uh, I don't want to know all that. Oh, this sucks. Well, okay. If Drake posts, okay. They pretty much, were, what they were talking about, I'm just going to go, because I can't find the exact quote of what he's talking about. Uh, basically, what they were talking about was the influence that Drake's had, Drake has. Um, for example, say if Drake posts a picture on the gram of his new album, Link in the Bio, F a Link in the Bio, new album out, and he was fully independent, Drake will make $10 million a week for uh, effing 60 weeks. So it's just pretty much talking about, you know, the, you know what I'm saying, the influence that he has and, you know, where he's at in the game today. Pretty much what you're kind of talking about. I mean, he's got like all these top 10 records and yeah. so on and so forth. So they figured, you know, if he decided to go independent and just drop it, uh, you know, drop albums like a lot of like a truly independent. Then, uh, then the whole you know, say industry gets turned upside down. Uh, yeah. That's why I'm independent, putting out music independently. I'm a uh, f this whole industry up, and that was something that Russ says. But you know, pretty much that's what they're talking about. Just kind of you know, yeah. his influence, his impact. How if he was to do it, how it could you know, how he generate so yeah. much money for him. I mean, essentially, you know, labels wouldn't be getting money off of him anymore, which, you know, is a really good point. But I don't think, like, for years, even when I was back in college at MTHU in class, a lot of people were saying, yeah, you know, the music industry is going to last this much longer. The top record labels won't be here much longer. Mm-hmm. But here we are, you know, almost, uh, you know, so many years later, and they're still here. <laughs> I was just um, saying, man, almost a decade. When I was over a decade, ain't eh? Well, yeah. I mean, Damn. yeah, over a decade. Uh, is it over a decade? It's a decade for me now. Yeah, so mine is yeah. a little, little over yeah. yours. But, you know what I'm saying, here we go. <laughs> over a decade from college and right. those major labels are still here. They still find a way to win. Uh, I, I'm i just going to be honest. I think Drake is way too much credit than he should. Uh it's a lot of artists out there that are doing fairly well, uh, just as much as he is. So, you know, I don't I know mean, about I, that I, statement. I get what they're saying. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Like with with him, if he went completely independent, because I look at Crit. Crit is completely, virtually independent now, yeah. and he's doing well for himself. I believe um, from the outside looking in. Yeah, and I agree. Like he's doing well for himself, but that's the key point. He's doing well for himself. Um, would you know? I don't think Drake going independent would just demolish the industry. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah. I don't think it'll because I feel like the record labels are necessary for those artists that aren't. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like no shade to anybody or anything like that, but those artists that need that extra push, you know, yeah. that needs yeah, that machine behind him. You know what I'm saying? So I don't think he'll completely destroy it, but I think he'll do fine. Yeah, he'll do fine. 
Period. But as far as like, <laughs> like he he had changed, you know, the... Turner, he he changed the game to a certain extent. But it's still so many artists. I mean, so many artists that went independent. Yeah, you would think that everybody was like, oh, I go independent. But certain artists are like, you know, the label's the machine. Mm-hmm. There's certain and stuff need... there that you can't get here. Right, right. Uh, right. Going independent is such a grind. But you know, there, I think, and we talked about that on the episode. Mm-hmm. Um, you know. What's the you know the definition of being truly independent? Mm-hmm. So you know, hey, it, we remain to be seen, but nah, they got there's so many more artists out there. Nah, Drake, will, right, right. Nah, I disagree with. <laughs> that's just my point. <laughs> I hear you. I hear you. So yeah, man, what you got, man? You got any news, man? No, man. That's all I had, man. Was the was the whole Drake going um, breaking that record in the top ten? You didn't um, you didn't want to wish Nikki? Uh, congratulations! Oh yeah, Nikki got Nikki was. Uh, Congratulations, Nikki. <laughs> yeah, congratulations, Nick. Uh, on your on your present uh what is it like pregnancy yes. or whatnot. Um I love Nick. You know the controversy behind that is people saying that because she's 37, she's too old to be having a baby. And you know what I tell people who say that? <sighs> My motherfucking business. Right. That's Sorry all you for the language. Do. That's all you gotta do. <laughs> <laughs> but once like again, I, this is this is one of them things like I, you throw all that out there, yeah. people go. You know, nah, people but, got nah. people, you know, you can you can have your opinion, but yeah, like that's then for me, hey, congratulations. You did everything you was wanting to do before you had a baby. Absolutely. You know, and that's and I feel like she's married. She's rich. She's married. She's, you know, can take care of her child. Yeah. Um, you did the right thing. So absolutely shout out so to her. Congratulations to yeah. her and her husband. And uh everybody you know, else. My hey, business. Yeah. You know, make sure you, gonna... you can take care of your children. <laughs> oh, that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> that was a shot. Hey, it was no it. shot, no shot. Just, no, that just, was a shot. Just make sure you do what you can do. I like that right there. <laughs> hey, <laughs> that's what I'm talking you about. You so funny, man. <laughs> oh man, but nah, that's uh, that's pretty much it, man, for this week in the news. Absolutely. So, let's get All to right. it. So, this week's episode, man, I'm excited about this one because I was introduced to this artist maybe six, seven months ago mm. um, by Greg, um, and she came out with an album. And so, we're going to review this self-titled album by Leanne Le Havis. Leanne Le Havis. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yo, yes, yes, yes. Hey, man, um, I found out some interesting facts about her, too. Which what'd you find cool. out? Uh, for one, she is the protege, you know, uh, of Prince. I didn't Long know. Long live the great Prince. Yeah, I read that somewhere. Like, she was like Prince's, uh, you know, she came up on the Prince. Yeah. Um, also, you know, she hasn't released the album since 2015. It took right. her right. a good amount of time before she got to this album to gain. And she didn't gain inspiration until, like, 2019. Yeah. And that was after, like, she was, like, on... Uh, you know what I'm saying, tour with Coldplay and all of that. Yeah. So, man, she be really doing a thing. I honestly had no clue of who she is until now. Bro, like, oh. until, like, Greg said something about her, because Greg used, uh, was listening to her, and he mm-hmm. was on the podcast talking about her one time, and, uh, you know, I checked her out or whatnot, but then when this album came out, and I was like, man, let's go ahead and review it. So Yeah, I'm glad you um, brought it up. Yeah, we checked that out. Um, I got my notes here, man. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, mine in my head, man. No, um, man. but no, man. She's uh she's amazing. Uh, this is her third 
studio album. Yes. Um, and it's self-titled, like I said, Leanne Le Havis, um, self-titled album. She's a singer, songwriter, composer, guitarist. Um, she didn't start playing the guitar till she turned 18. So that's mm-hmm. that's pretty cool. Been writing songs since she was like 11. Um, yeah. She's coming out of uh, England. So, and I think the cool part about that, man, you can't really hear, you can hear it, but you can't really hear it. Yeah, her I can. Accent I can. in her songs. Yeah, I, I probably never know if you didn't yeah. say it. Yeah. So, um, well, let's get right into the album, man. What was uh, what was some of your favorite songs, man, that you uh, checked out? So, uh, my favorite song is Green Papaya. That's oh, yeah. my favorite record on here. Um, but other than that, I only really have uh, two other songs that I really like, which yeah. is um, Please Don't Make Me Cry and Seven Times. I um <laughs> I, I like you like seven times. <laughs> I like bittersweet, but it, yeah. you know it's the intro. I, I I like it, but I think I like it for what the uh, what it reminds me of. What what like song does it remind you of? It was a Jay Z song. Yeah, it was a Jay Z song. Yeah, it's a Jay Jay Z song, but it's also uh, Anthony Hayes. Anthony Anthony Hamilton did a song that has a beat sort of like that, and, and then also the it's um. Somewhere in there, I want to say they use like the bass from uh one of DMX's songs. Yeah. I can't, you know, w- remember which one, but yeah, I think that's why I like it. Um, but the other song that I want to be my favorite is, oh crap, it's either Courage or Sunflower, but I think it's Sunflower, Sour Flower. Yeah. I mean, Sour Flower. Yeah, I feel like the chorus where like she's really getting off at on mm-hmm. there is what I like. But other than that, I don't really like <laughs> the rest of it. Oh, yeah? Uh, yeah, so. But yeah, that, that's pretty much it for me, man. Yeah. That's pretty much it for me. What's your, what's your? Man, um, Please Don't Make Me Cry. Okay. I was digging that one. Paper Thin. Gotcha. I like that one. And uh, Bittersweet. Okay. And I like that one because of that, like you said, because of the beat. And I mm-hmm. recognized the beat. I just didn't know where it came from. And, uh, I looked it up and and I saw this like Isaac Hayes, yeah, um, Black Moses album. I think I always thought that was a classic album, man. Mm-hmm. Listening to it and stuff like that. So, um, those were my favorite. Um, Paper Thin is just a nice little cool beat, and uh, it's smooth. You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah. Please don't make me cry. That was just one that just stuck out to me. Yeah. You know, so absolutely. I enjoyed that. Um, the rest of it, like the, the, what was it? Sour flower? Sour, what is it? Sour flower? Yeah. I mm. like that one, man. Um, like I actually like the album. Um, I'm trying to encourage one of them, either Courage or Sour Flower had a long, like outro to it. That's Sour really Flower. Enjoyed, that was Sour Flower. I really enjoyed that because the instrumentation in, in yeah. this whole album, man, is amazing. she, she had guitar, bass, percussion, um, violins. Um, mm-hmm. She had a flute in there one in one of the songs and stuff like that. Just like you know how I feel about like instrumentation, man. Just that live music, that live feel. Um, I really enjoy that. So that's that's one of the things that attracted me to this uh, to this album or whatnot. And then her voice is another thing, man. Yeah. Um, I really enjoyed her voice. 
She can definitely sing. Oh yeah, she can definitely sing. Absolutely, man. she got them vocals, buddy. Yeah, bro. <laughs> <laughs> um, sure. I did want to talk about one of the songs, um, "Bittersweet." Um, I'm trying to pull up the lyrics here, but I think that song, like that song, I was kind of confused at where she was going with it at first. Yeah, you know. No more hanging around, no more hanging around. Now my son's going down, telling me something isn't right, something isn't right. Bittersweet summer rain, I'm born again, all my broken pieces. Bittersweet uh, summer rain, I'm born again. Oh, no more hanging around, telling me something isn't right. Um, I, I'm, I'm just, I was like, man, is she breaking up with somebody? Or is it like, is something going, like, you know, like, is it, she just in a bad spot or, or what? Um, uh, it's very interesting with that one. Um, she actually says that it was a song that she started like a long time ago. Yeah. Uh, and she said, actually, if the album wasn't, you know, self-titled, it would be called Bittersweet because she believes that the, you know, that the, you know, the, the entire album is bittersweet. Yeah. And um, she kind of says that it's, you know, it's just, so it, it was left appropriate appropriate appropriately uh to start with uh on the album so and um she was like uh and this is pretty much she said i really like poetry and i was influenced by some of the uh, poetry i was reading at the time and the idea of repeating a word to give it this whole different meaning uh is what she pretty much talked about with um bittersweet so mm-hmm. yeah i don't you know i'm not i think it's just like I don't know if she was actually breaking up with a person or whatnot, but I think it was just pretty much, you know, the act of, you know, how stuff feels, you know, when it's bittersweet, yeah. possibly. Uh, you know, if bittersweet was an action, I guess, that's you know, what song would be. then that's what would be the song. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> and that's it. No, I, I I think she did. She definitely, uh, like the poetry part, man, um, I, I definitely like that you know, about what she, how she put the words together and stuff. I didn't know mm-hmm. that she had been working on this for a while. Um, you know, as far as like stopping, starting and stopping, I'm assuming, but yeah, um, like it's, it's just, you know, just kind of reading through some of the lyrics now, you know, um, I slept all Friday and he couldn't get through. If we're good tomorrow, does that make it true? Not completely. We're picking that fight every day. This shit's going nowhere, baby. Um, that's what mm-hmm. I was like, man, they must be breaking up for real. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. That's, I th- I think, that's um, it. That's it. That's the idea of when you figure out this ain't, you know, when you make the conscious decision that this is, this is not where I want to be. Yeah. You know, I think that was that, that and moment I, right there. Yeah. And I think in a deeper, deeper sense, I don't think it was necessarily about a person. I think it could have been, you know, yeah. on the surface level, but I think, mm-hmm. you know, um, now knowing the history behind the album, how she actually, so she released that uh, her second album, 2015. Mm-hmm. And then for, let's see, two years she toured. Yeah. And then in that two years, like she was going to start writing. And then two years later, like she hadn't written anything because she had no inspiration mm-hmm. to do so. And she was like, yeah, I, I felt I just needed to, you know, live my life. And then in 2019, 
is when she gained inspiration to write this mm-hmm. album. So I kind of look at that situation. I'm like, that might be the bittersweet uh, sweet moment where, you know, after touring, she comes back to try to write this, write this album only to have like nothing. Yeah. You know, and probably question herself, like, where, where are we going? You know, where am I going with this? Will there be a third album? Uh, should I just, you know, live life and, and let it come to me and gain inspiration? I think that, you know, so that, I think that's why that, re- that record really stuck out. Not And the beat as well, but yeah, I think, um, I think bittersweet is perfect for it. I think even though it resembles probably a relationship yeah. with someone, which I'm sure she probably had in, you know, that, that two year uh, span of living. Yeah. So she probably gained inspiration from that. But I think some of it was probably, you know, saying musically as well. Mm-hmm. Cause that's tough to have writer's block. That sucks. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't had that before, man. Trying to write papers, man. <laughs> Absolutely. You just come to a brick wall. Like, like, man, I don't, I don't have it anymore, but you got 18 pages left. <laughs> You're like, Lord Jesus. Yeah. Um, man, just uh, just curious, man. While you were listening to this, what, what type of uh, feel did you have with the album and what type of energy and vibe did it give? So... All right, so that's a great question, and it's gonna be a long answer because I had to get to the point. Uh, <laughs> I had to get to this point yeah, because yeah. when I first listened to the album in the car, it didn't pass the car test. I thought yeah. it was boring as hell. <laughs> I'm just that's being a, honest. Hey, that's how I felt about uh, Chalumbo, <laughs> Janae Aiko. Chalumbo. Oh yeah, like it was like a few songs <laughs> on there, and then like after a while, it was like. This has been one long track, man. <laughs> yeah. Like, I didn't even make it through the entire album. I was, yeah. like, I was like, oh, crap. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, I'm, I'm about to I'm about to dump all on this album when we talk about it. Um, so what I did was, instead of, you know, I took a break from it, and then yeah. I came home and I listened to it in a different setting in the car. Mm-hmm. And as uh, if, uh, to all the fans who listen to the podcast and to everybody that's new, uh, a lot of people know that at dinner time we put on music in my house and we talk and we enjoy music and eat. So I put it on for dinner and listened to it with my wife and she was listening. She was like, yeah, it's okay. And yeah. uh, when I listened to it then, I was like, all right, maybe it's getting a little better since we're getting to that a second time into it. And we both agreed that it was just smooth yeah. and that it was given that Jill Scott that music soul trial, that shot day feel. Mm-hmm. Um, but I still wasn't there yet. I still was like, I don't know. So then um, I had to do a different, I got into a different uh, scenario. I listened to it in a different uh, different way. So I put it on, I put my Beats headphones on and I just put the album on while I was, you know, uh, just having, you know, my little long time. Mm-hmm. And that's when it clicked and I was like, okay, okay, this is cool. Uh, yeah. this is definitely smooth. Um, I enjoy it. The now is this something that I'm gonna go back to? Probably not. Uh, but as I explained to my wife, if the song, you know, if a song came on, I'd be like, you know, hey man, yeah, yeah, that's that. Uh, you know, what I'm saying that was from that latest album. Like, it's not something I put on every day, but if a song come on, I'm enjoy it. So right. that's kind of what what how I ended up getting to this period where I'm mm-hmm. like, it's a smooth album to enjoy, um, you know, in, in certain, in a certain area. So, yeah, yeah, that's, that's kind of how I got to that. It's smooth. 
what what did you think? What was yours? Um, like you said, man, I tried to play it in the car. Oh, I installed my uh, my CD player. <laughs> did, my did you let it keep stuff? <laughs> no, nah, I didn't, man. I, <laughs> I hooked the battery and I was like, I'm good, man. Good job. Good but now, um, you know, I, I put it in the, you know, played it in the car. I made it to the driveway and I had to change it. But <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, so no, nah, like it's like no, nah, I couldn't ride, couldn't ride to it. But yeah, um, I knew that I could. I listened to it while I was at work. Like I like when it came out, I listened to it then, mm-hmm. um, and I knew what type of album it was or what type of vibe it was gonna give. So um, you know, like come home, I cook to it, I work, you know have yeah. some type of music playing in the background. I study with it on um with my with my schoolwork or whatnot. And you know, I do I, that's how I engage that album. You know what I'm saying? Or how I was able to engage the album. Mm-hmm. Because it I had to be doing something else to engage it. Um I even tried playing the game with with playing and I was like, I can't do this. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So yeah, it's, yeah. It's, 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 I had to figure out what fits. Right. Where where does this mm. song, this album fit? Because um sonically, the album sounds great to me. Oh yeah, it sounds amazing. You know, sonically, it's it's what I'm looking for in an album. It's giving me the vibes of of um Alicia Keys. You know, mm. um people say Alicia Keys can't sing, but I I enjoy her her voice. Oh yeah, I enjoy Alicia Keys. But I <laughs> you think know, people people write she ain't people, like people love singer. people. <laughs> yeah, people are yeah. people. Um, mm-hmm. you know, but but it it puts you in a vibe of I gotta either I can be out here, I can clean up, I can cook to it, I can study to mm-hmm. it, I can do all these other things, but there's certain things I can't do with it. Um, yeah. and I think she's that type of artist anyway. Um, you know, you you hear a lot of instrumentation, like I said earlier throughout this album and that's the stuff that you want to visualize when you when you're listening to it i can visualize the instruments that's playing you know what i'm mm-hmm. saying so that was the thing for me and this album and i was curious i was always curious to see like how what, what was your take going to be on it you know um i, I was thought, curious too <laughs> <laughs> I always but, thought, man, like, I was like, mm, I don't know how Steve's gonna, gonna react to this one, man. <laughs> I'm glad we uh, actually gave more time. And, and that's, and I've said it before, man, we gotta learn to live with an album. Yeah. Because I may hate it, you know, a, a week or two, you know, and then like a couple months later, I'll be like, oh, I get it, you know? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so having a chance to kind of uh, live with the album for a little bit of time. And get into those, figure out where it fits and yeah. how it speaks to to me. Yeah. Then yeah. Um, although you know, like really, those four songs, uh, I say four and a half because sour, uh, sour flower had a slow start, but yeah. when it got to that like chorus area, I was like, oh yeah, it's jamming. Yeah. Um, and then I won't count the intro, but you know, even though. I don't like all of the songs. I only have a few that I like. Yeah. Um, you know, it's 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 still solid. It's still it's still a pretty good album. I one just, thing one thing about it, man, when when listening to it, um, I don't want to skip a song just because I feel like it's 
the way it's played or or the 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 track listing you know mm-hmm. the way it's listed to be played is the correct way to listen to it because skipping yeah. around like yeah you got favorite songs that you like and, and songs that you don't like but it flows with um the order you know what i'm saying yeah. if that makes sense it it, it kind of like this is the missing piece of the puzzle and it's supposed to go right here Mm-hmm. So you just kind of like let the one track play because it for me it does sound like one track, yeah, with different climaxes. It's like listening or it's like listening to a play, a, okay. a, a theatrical play. Gotcha. But you're just listening to it, and and that's the way I I approached it when once I really started sitting down trying to listen to what the what the album is doing and and really trying to get into it. It's like it's supposed to play that way. So, and that was my thing. Like I played it straight through each time. Yeah. Um, but I I did feel like it was one long track <laughs> until I got to certain songs that I yeah. like. And, and I think that was the downside. Yeah. And then um, you know, I didn't skip to like certain songs that I like yeah. until after that third time that I played it. Yeah. Got into it because <laughs> by that time, like I was like, okay, I want to go back to. Green papaya. Yeah. <laughs> Leave me alone. Um, so you know, yeah, yeah. I got I got you all the way. Yeah. So with this album, bro, um, solid album from my standpoint. Um, didn't pass the car test for me either. No. Um <laughs> <laughs> but I I do enjoy her as an artist. I do enjoy her as a you know, as a singer, mm-hmm. songwriting, mm-hmm. Um, compositions, I, I, you know, all from this album, man. And I'm definitely going to go back and listen to some of her older albums um, yeah. just to kind of see the growth and, and where she was then. So um, my book, this album, it was a solid album. You're probably not going to listen to it in your car, but you definitely listen to it in the house. What's your take on it, bro? Man, I think it was a smooth album. Once again, yeah, it didn't pass the car test for me <laughs> at all. But I think if you find that setting where this album works, like say, you know, it's early Sunday morning or Saturday morning, you're cleaning up the house or you just need something smooth to enjoy, mm-hmm. then I think this album will work when you, you know, you're washing dishes or you're doing something to pass the time. I think it gives you, I think that gives you time to really uh, appreciate appreciate the album and take you off of, you know, what you're doing and kind of gives you a little feel. Um, yeah. So, for me, it's a smooth album. I'm not going to say it's completely solid because yeah. it does have those times where you feel like it's a long run on sentence. But do I, uh, the tracks that I do I jo- do enjoy, do I enjoy them? Absolutely. So yeah. I was like, man, give it a try. I'm definitely oh, going to go oh, back definitely. and listen to an older, uh, you know saying, older stuff because even though the album isn't going to be, you know saying, something that I'm high upon, the fact that I can see her talent and I can appreciate mm-hmm. that and her skill makes yeah. me want to go back and check out what she had before. Yeah. Especially now that I, that I know about her. Right, right, right. True that, true that. Absolutely. So, um, so guys, man, yeah, just check out the album, man. If you haven't checked her out, um, Leanne LeHavis, um, it's a self-titled album. Um, yeah, and just uh, stream it. Stream it while you clean it or stream it while you, you know, washing dishes or or cooking or something like that. Do not yeah. try it in the car. Well, I guess you can listen hey, to it in the car. I guess man. it depends. If you're on like a 
long country road. <laughs> nah, don't know. do it then, man. Cause you like, might fall asleep. Yeah. So, <laughs> but nah, like, <laughs> but nah, like, like check it out. Um, and listen to more than just what she's saying. Listen to how the things were put together mm-hmm. because she showed true artistry. Um, within this album. So I, I think that's for me, that's what um does it. You know, for me it's the it's the artistry inside of the album, you know. Um and the climaxes and everything like that. So um solid album for me. Not so much for Steve. Smooth album. It's a smooth album. Smooth. <laughs> <laughs> but um hey, it is what it is, man. Go check it out if you can. And if you can't, just try to, because um, we always want people to hear new music, try out new music, and and feel new music. So, um, yeah, man, and give me and, and give us your take on it. If y'all like really, 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 really enjoyed it, man, let us know. If right. you give it a worse rating than what we gave it, let us know. <laughs> if you don't care, let us let know. us know. <laughs> <laughs> we want to hear from you, but now absolutely. I- you guys, I want to thank you guys for listening to another episode of the Speaker Geekers podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, if you haven't already, please go subscribe to the channel. Hit the like button um, on YouTube. You can uh, subscribe, hit the bell, follow us when it notify you when we're putting up a new episode or something new. Um, yeah, you can find it on YouTube, Instagram, and Facebook. At Speaker Geekers Podcast, you know, join the Dorby Boys in the discussion, man. Um, this episode has been produced by Three Amp Media, and that's all I got, bro. What else cool. do you have? I mean, besides, you know, what I can find is that on social media, you know, me as the great <laughs> Steve O'Steve. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. With yeah. a DA. With a DA. And then you as Tommy T the third. I am. Tommy T, the third. Yeah. So on you can find us. Man. Yeah. And on Facebook, you can find me at Steve Smith. <laughs> you can shuffle through all those folks. Uh-huh. And he's there. I'll say there. one day, hey, one, I, you know what? I'm going to see if I can change my social media <laughs> name to Cold Sub. <laughs> Cold Simple. Sub. Cold yeah. Sub. Hey, and people will find you. Yeah. They will definitely <laughs> find you. Man. That's too funny. Um, but yeah, man. So uh, I'm out, man. Peace. Peace.